know. Reading over the scripture and I know the, know the Lord, Lord put it on her heart today. And don't hardly know how everything goes together and I never do. But uh, uh, over Ecclesiastes, and I know it's very familiar, third chapter. I, I don't know, all day long, time has been on my heart. Just been thinking about time. And, uh, uh, and of course, this scripture here came to her heart and then got to pondering and thinking on it. There's just a lot of other things that seems like the Lord brought into it there, but I just, just, just thought about, you know, uh, uh, what what time is, you know, and it's a it's a, it's a, it's a poor. If you look it up, it's a portion of of, of duration. In other words, the continuance that's going on in this life, and, and time, you know, uh, we can segment it if we want to. That's what that's what clocks are made for. That's what seasons are all about. A certain times and certain seasons, and a certain things that happens in those times. And uh, and that's kind of what I've been thinking on today, you know. And I, I I know we look and we see how time is 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 as we say swiftly passing. We watch it going by every day, and and that's that's kind of where my heart's been and where my mind's been today. Uh, you know, there's there's a whole lot of rejoicing in the hour that we live in that we could be doing or should be doing. But there's also a whole lot of things that that makes us mournful. In what we see and the things that, that goes on, but but let me let me read this and maybe get into uh, just reading maybe some other scriptures and in pray just a little bit. <clears throat> in the third chapter of Ecclesiastes, starting in the first verse, it says, "To everything there is a season." And a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together, and a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get, and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away, a time to rend, and a time to sow, a time to keep silence, and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. What profit hath he that worketh in that wherein he laboreth? I have seen the travail which God hath given to the sons of men to be exercised in it. He hath made everything beautiful in his time. Also he hath set the world in their in their heart so that no man can find out the work that God maketh from the beginning to the end. I know that there is no good in them but for a man to rejoice and to to do good in his life. And also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of his labor. It is the gift of God. I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken away from it. And God doeth it that men should fear before Him. I think I'll stop right there. I, I got to thinking, as I said, on, on, on time, and thinking on this Scripture, and as the Lord got to, got to dealing with me on it, I got to thinking about all these different times. All these different things. To everything there's a season. And a lot of times, you know, in our life, uh, I'm trying to take my time because I've, I've had a lot of thoughts in this and I want to make sure I get where the Lord wants me to go with it. 
And in 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 our life, uh, we see seasons and we see things as they come along, and and and, and in that, I I I I got to thinking uh, about where we're at in the day and the time that we live today, and knowing and being able to understand what should take place in this time. There, there comes around, and, and like I say, I'll just, I'll just come to you as I've thought about it. I thought about you, Paulie. There's a certain time, you know when the hay is ready. You know when it's time to mow the hay. You know when it's time to gather. You know when it's time to do these things. And we can each one relate to that in our lives. We, we're, there's, there's, there's points and, 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 a, and, a, and a portion of our life that we know it's certain certain points in our life it's time to do certain things. And I hope that make, makes sense to you. We understand those things without without any effort. We know when it comes those times. And and I got to thinking about about this and you just bear with me. Just bear with me just a minute. Uh, I may want to read over here. I was going to read Isaiah first. But uh, In, in, in Hosea, in the 10th chapter of Hosea, he says in the, 12th, in the 12th verse, he says, Sow to yourselves in righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord, till He come and rain righteousness upon you. And I got to thinking about that right there in that scripture. It's time to seek the Lord. We, 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 a lot of times, and we see it today in our religion, everybody's seeking something, Cheryl. Everybody's looking for something. And, 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 and the day and hour we live in, and it's time to seek the Lord. If there's, if there's any hope, and if our people's going to have any chance of escape from hell, it's time to seek the Lord. And if we can't see where we're at in the days and hours that we live in, then we're just blind. And and I think everybody everybody understands that it, it, it maybe except for those that's of a reprobate uh, mind that's been just turned away because they've turned away God so long. But but in my heart, I got to seeing that, and and, and it's some other things that I've 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 dealing with this week, and talking to someone about some things, and and and, and I see in their life. That, Calling me and they was, was wondering things they were going through and talking about it with them and, and they seen it was time they needed some help. So they called somebody. And and I, I, I thought about, you know, we we can feel that coming on in our life a lot of times and and, 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 and the world today sees things that's uh, this troubling. I mean our, our whole our whole nation and everybody's just torn up about economics about the, uh, 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 relations with other countries with all these different things and we see all of this that's just got our whole world in the tor- turmoil and, and everybody's trying to find the solution everybody's trying to figure out what to do about it and it's it's time that we seek the Lord it's time that our nation seeks the Lord it's time that our children seek the Lord and it seems like at, at, at this point when that's the most needful thing, it seems like people turning the farthest away from it. And I, it's like, Golly, I guess mentioned, I can't understand things a whole lot of times, you know, but this ought to be the time that the church is shining the brightest. The church ought to be seeking the Lord greater at this hour than we've ever been seeking Him in our life because that we see the needs that's all around us. Because that's the heart, that's the compassion of the church. We preached just a few weeks ago about over there, uh, that, that good Samaritan that stopped by to help, help that man that was in need because he had a compassion for him. Uh, we read in the Bible when the Lord uh, looks on some, he sees and he has compassion on him. And as the church of God, we ought to have compassion in our lives and, and we ought to be able to see the day and the hour and the time. We ought to be able to discern the time that we're living in. And that, 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 that just like the Lord was telling us over there in Ecclesiastes, there's a time to live, there's a time to die, time to sow, there's times to reap. And, and, and if anybody were to know uh, that it's the church of God when it's the time to seek God, it ought not, it ought not have to 
just get flashed across the screen or yell down and say, shut down our throat. I mean, it's time uh, that we need to be getting more serious. We're more serious about our jobs. We're more serious about our, our hobbies. We're more serious about everything else we got going on in life. And we're seeking more and more of the world and not seeking enough of God Almighty. Our desires is not where they need to be so many times. But as I thought about this, I thought how the Lord, in, in the Word of God, there, as He said that, it is time to seek the Lord. I thought about over in Matthew, in the 16th chapter of Matthew. This scripture kept coming to me, and I, 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 I thought about, I thought about this in, in, in what the Lord said in the, in the 16th chapter. He said, and the Pharisees also with the Sadducees came and tempted, desiring him that that he would show them a sign from heaven. Now, now is that not what we're all? That's where we're at. It feels like, well, I've got to have this big lightning bolt just just hit my life to let me know it's time to seek God. Everybody's seeking a sign and everybody's looking for something to happen. Uh, this, this, this big monumental thing, you know, that just, just grabs a hold of you calmly and shakes you. Well, if what's going on ain't shaking you, there ain't nothing going to. The Pharisees and the Sadducees, they were seeking a sign. Looking for something there. And these were men that were, were scholars in the... In the, in the laws and in the things that, that, that had been written down, they were scholars and had heard of the prophecy of the coming of the Messiah and could quote, you know that word for word, uh, all the things that prophesied of the coming of the Messiah. And here they were standing right before him and did not understand who they were talking to. And the Lord speaks to them there and He said, he said, desired him that he, that he would show them a sign from heaven. And he answered and said unto them, When it is evening, you say, it will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning, it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and lowering. O oh, ye hypocrites, ye can discern the face of the sky, but, ye can't, but can ye not discern the signs of of the times. It's time to seek God. And if anybody ought to be discerning that, if anybody ought to be understanding that, Tony, we know when to cut the hay. Mark, we know when we can dig a ditch. We know when we can plant our gardens. We know when we can do all these other things. That's not a problem for us to figure out. I, I guarantee every one of us knows if we've got a job, what time to be work tomorrow. And I guarantee you we've got something set in order that to make sure we won't be late for that, that we can get things took care of and that we show up on time. We can discern all these things. We can understand all of this. If I don't show up, I ain't going to get a paycheck. If I don't mow the hay when I'm supposed to, then it ain't going to, the cattle ain't going to have nothing this winter. We understand all these simple things, Aubrey, and we can't even discern the things of God. We can't discern the times that we're living in. We can't see that there's generations that are coming home that's going to have to face things like we never faced. We can't understand those things. It's high time that the church of the living God got down to business and started seeking God Almighty. It's time. This is our... This is our portion of the duration of the continuance of life of this earth. You realize there's going to come a time when He declares time to be no more. There'll be no more continuance for this right here. This world we walk in, there'll be no more. And we preached it back in the revival a year ago. We need to redeem the time. We better take the time that we live in and the time that we've got that goes in between that day of birth and that day of death. And we better use that line in between that 
for every moment of our life seeking God. That's what our people need. And I honestly, I honestly think this is where half of our people are at anymore. I just don't like makes a difference. I do. I, I will just be honest with you, they probably ain't a person in here gets no more discouraged sometimes than the one you're looking at. I'm being honest with you. There's just times that, that, that you just get where you just think, what's the use? I do. I think it. I wonder it sometimes in my mind. But you want to know something? I ain't quitting. I ain't giving up. My old mind's going to roll a whole lot of things that ain't true. But there's something goes deeper. There's something right down in here that discerns the times, that realizes that this is the hour. Just like I got to thinking of Linda about Paul over there. When he said he got down over there in Timothy about the fourth chapter, and he said, I fought a good fight. I've kept the faith. Hey, I will tell you something. Hey, when we get down to the end, that will be our testimony. How many times he got delivered from the lion's mouth? How many strikes he had? How many times he was in prison? How many times he was forsaken by those he loved? How many times in this world persecuted the gospel he preached and tried their best to kill him? But he never gave up. Why, preacher? He discerned the times he was living in. He realized what a critical hour he was walking in. What a critical hour he was preaching in. And he passed that same gospel, that same doctrine right down on to a young man by the name of Timothy. He tried to instill in that young man to stay with it. Stay with the things you've heard. Stay with the things you know. That third chapter over in 2 Timothy. He said, he said, he's telling to Timothy, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, Without natural affections, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. Anything that's not going on today. Perilous times. That's dangerous times. Can we not discern that? Can we not understand that? If we do, we ought to understand it's time to seek God. Scripture without it, you can do nothing. I'm telling you, through him, all things are possible. Church, discern the times and realize getting away ain't going to be the, it's not the solution to the total problem. Material things is not the solution to the problem. Gaining more earthly wealth is not the, the solution to the problem. <laughs> What's the solution, preacher? It's time to seek God. I read it 
the other day. In the world, we're going to have tribulation. They said, me, you have peace. Be of good cheer, for I've overcome the world. But we just don't think it. it's going to help. We don't think it's going to, prob- going, to, going to help our problems. Lord called a bunch of hypocrites, didn't he? You can discern this. We know, Tony, we've got to, if, if, if I'm going to feed my family, i got to work this week. It don't happen much anymore than it used to. I have people that work for me that say, man, I, I need some money. You care if I work a little overtime? You, you mind? I've got some bills coming up and I've got some things. That, can, I, can I work Saturday a little long? Can I work in the evening? Can I do this? Anything I can do a little extra to get me some overtime in because I've got these things coming up. Used to people was that way. You know what this is doing? That's discerning the time. It's realizing, hey, I'm going to need something for what's coming up. You know what the church going to do? We're going to be trying to get as much overtime as we can in the Word of God and on our needs. Oh, we ought to be saying, Lord, I know what's coming up. Lord, I know what's headed our way. Hey, there's some destruction. There's some, some bad things that come in our way. There's some bad things. If I know my children was going hungry, hey, you know what I used to do? I'd work all night long. That's not boasting, but I'm just telling you the truth. I'd work till my body gave out. Hey, I'd sweat a whole day before because my body gave out. I couldn't go no more. Why? Because I wanted to have something. I, I'm not being boastful in that. But I'm going to tell you something. My God, I ought to be just plumb wore out from seeking God in my life because I know my children are going to need God one day. My body's passed out on me before. From physical labor. You want to change that thing that passed out on me? Don't pray too much. It ain't never passed out on me because I live too much. It's time to seek the Lord. It's time to seek Him with everything we got. It's our time in this life. You say, well, man, Paul, God put him there. Yes, he did, for the time that he lived in. You don't think me you sitting right here in this church for the time we're living in? You don't think you're teaching that man's Christ for this time? You're leading us and opening up the superintendent in this church for this time? We're here for this time, Jimmy. We're going to use it wisely. If we have opportunity to do it, it's fair as times. I know I use a lot of weird maybe stuff sometimes, but I'm telling you, this, and I thought we used it before, but your house is on fire, and you don't just say, well, I'll wait the water to get that. It's burning, Bobby. You're going to just wait next week and say, I'm going to try to do a little better next week. I may just try to run in there and get them out. You know what? They'll be gone by then. We're living right at the perilous times that he's speaking of. In the last days, we're living in those times right now. We're seeing it, Colin Freeman. We're watching it unfold right before our very eyes. And I'm going to tell you what, if we can redeem it, if we can uh, discern the times above the things of this world, why can't we discern the things of God? Instead of saying, I know I need to do better, just do better. I thought as I was reading this, I read this son back in his reading past. 
about Adam and Eve, they had a choice to make and they made the wrong one. And you know what? There's consequences for that. And it failed. It failed on all our generations and we all suffer because of those things. And it's the Word of God because one man sinned hey, that it brought sin on the whole world. So don't tell me that people don't have consequences. And don't tell me that the prayers of the church don't matter. Mary Freeman could live a long life. And that's what that, that was one of her little mottos. That's what she told me. Preacher prayer works. That's a lady that's seen it work. She's seen the church come together, the church get in the will of God. They go to pray. Church, I'm telling you right here in Community Chapel, we've seen it take place. When everybody gets in the same mind in one accord, seeking the will of God, we've seen God move. And these people saying it won't work. Well, they're liars. Yeah. They're liars according to the Word of God. They're liars. I can take you right back. You go over and you read that in, the, in about the 38th chapter of the book of Isaiah where a man named Hezekiah, the Word of God came by his way by Isaiah and told him, said, said get your house in order. Said, you're going to die and not live. Yeah. You know what the Word of God showed him, Cheryl? The truth. Say, so, well, preacher, this is all part of God's little scheme. He was going to do this to him just so he could show him what he was going to do. Well, you, you tell me why did God, when it went on, had to add to his life. That means he already took that time away. That means that time wasn't there no more. So it don't sound like he's already... Predetermined, does it? Oh, hey, the guy, he will die and not leave. Listen to this. I'm going to read it. In, the days was, in, in those days was Hezekiah sick unto death. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, came unto him and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Set thine house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. And then, then Hezekiah turned his face toward the wall and prayed unto the Lord. And I want you to, I want you to understand something there. You know what Hezekiah does? He discerned the will of God. You know what Hezekiah did? He believed God, didn't he? God proved to him. There's a man of God come over and he told him. He said, get your house in order. You're going to die and you're going to live. You know what that meant? His child was going to die. And he wasn't going to live. Wasn't no trick question. Wasn't no trick message from God. Wasn't nothing, wasn't nothing of the sort. It was the truth. You're going to die and not live. And that meant... He's going to die and not leave. And you know what? If Hezekiah would have just sat there and said, Oh Lord, there's no use. Oh Lord, it's then it's fell down to the time of death and I've just got no more hope. I'm dying or leaving. Boy, don't that sound like something that used to sit on a church meeting. Don't that sound like something that used to carry the gospel. Don't that sound like some that used to be deacons in our churches? Don't that sound like some that used to teach the Sunday school classes? Don't that sound like some that used to pray in the altar for their lost people? Lord, we're just dead. It's all over. Ain't no hope. Might as well give up. But no, no. You know what Hezekiah does? He discerned what time it was. 
And you know what? He got to searching over his life and he got to realizing there's some things that I ain't done. There's some things that I ain't accomplished yet. There's some things that I've not achieved in my life for the Lord. And he turned his face to the wall and he went to pleading with God and weeping with God and talking with God. It's time to seek the Lord. It's time to seek the Lord. Oh, Hezekiah got down to business. Hey, he wasn't looking around, Earl. He wasn't looking around, Tommy. Oh, he wasn't looking under his kingdom. He wasn't looking under his riches. He wasn't looking under his servants. Hey, he was looking at the wall. And in his heart, he was seeking God all night. Seen his word. Can God lie? Would somebody answer that for me? No. God, which cannot lie. So you think he's playing a game with Hezekiah? Oh, no, he wasn't. He sent down the word, you're going to die and not live. Hezekiah turned his face to the wall. Hey, God turned the letter. Of God right around. Sent Isaiah back in there and told him he's going to give you 15 more years. And just for a sign, he's going to turn the sundial back for him. 10 degrees, I believe it is. He turned back time, church. He backed up time. Now let that sink in just a minute. He backed up time. Tell me that we're headed for a day and that we can't we can't have no 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 uh, impact on it. You telling me that our people's just lost and ain't a thing we can do about it? I just read to you a man that pleads with God for his life. And God sent me back over there and he said, You tell him that I have added, read, added 15 years to his life. You know what that means? What there? It wasn't there. I'm trying to give you a minute to sink in with you. <laughs> You've been sinking in with me all evening. That time wasn't there, Father. But because Hezekiah discerned what time it was in his life, then it was his time to die. God turned his mind back. He said, it's time to leave. Don't you, don't you dare let nobody tell you that your prayers can't make a difference if you turn your face to the wall. Don't you dare let nobody tell you that your God ain't able to do what He said He could do. <laughs> It's time to seek God and make a difference, church. It's time to do all this. Seek God to better make a difference in that little child's life. It ain't just got a terrible world to face, it's got a merciful God. It ain't just got perilous times to face. It's got an almighty living God. It don't be no good to pray for you youngest preacher. It just don't. They're either chosen or they're not. So why you hit on that so much? Because I hate 
I hate it. Why, preacher? Because I've seen it work too many times, baby. I've seen it work. I've seen the prayers for my own children make a difference when me and that woman got in one mind and one accord and got down to praying for them. I've seen the prayers in y'all's children when you got the business with God. Father Griffin, you sit here today because there were some people got one mind and one accord. I'm standing for you today because there were some people got in one mind and one accord and sought God Almighty. Don't you run down the church to leave. But it's high time, Julie Hammers, that we get to seeking God and quit being so defeated in this. And start believing in the God we serve. Why do you think Paul encouraged Timothy so much? There's going to come a time when they're not going to endure sound doctrine, Timothy. There's going to be a time when they heat to teachers and they're having itching ears. Where are we at today? Oh my goodness. At the teachers that's got such itching ears anymore. And at the places that they're heaping them up. Just tell me what I want to hear. But he told old Timothy to endure that. Endure it like a good soldier. You discern the times. And you stay with what you know works. And Paul told him over and he said, You've seen what I've went through. You've seen what I've faced. I may have to end up reading that. He said, Listen over in the fourth chapter of Second Timothy. He says, I charge thee, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead, the living and the dead, at His appearing and His kingdom, preach the Word, be instant in season, out of season, re- reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but, will, but after their own lust shall He shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things endure affliction and do the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of thy ministry. He didn't tell him to make proof of nobody, but you make proof of thy ministry. In other words, Timothy, you discern these times. I ain't up here to get approval from nobody else on what I preach but God. I don't need a pat on the back from every evangelist, every preacher across our land and country telling me, good job, preach on, preacher. Hey, you, you hit it, you nailed it right. That's saying nothing. I don't need that. Boy, that's pretty bold, preacher. Oh, yes, it is. You want to know who I want to approve? Who I want to approve of this? God Almighty. You know what? I ain't seeking no man. No, did Hezekiah seek Isaiah? Did Hezekiah seek anything else there in his life? No, he turned his face to the wall and sought God. Over in Hosea, did it say it's time to seek the leaders of our nation? It's time to seek the officials in our churches? No, it said it's time to seek God. And I promise you, His Spirit won't lie. His Spirit will put its blessing upon this word when it's the truth. Amen. And he said, And they shall turn away their ears from the truth, from the truth, and shall they shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things end your afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, and make full proof of thy ministry. For I am now ready. Now listen to Paul. For I am now ready to be offered. And the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. 
Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at the day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Do thy diligence to come shortly unto me. I'll stop right there in that. He gets on talking about them that persist him and all these other things. You know what? Paul discerned the times and he realized it's my time of departure, Timothy. I've had some good men of God that discerned that. Herman Wilson being one of them. That man knew he was leaving here. And before he left here, he did just like a good soldier that had fought a good fight. One that had kept the faith. And that good man of God just did just, just like, just like Paul did for Timothy. He warned me of things that would be coming. He encouraged me to seek sound doctrine, to be led by the Spirit. And he said, Son, I believe you keep the lamp lit in the house of God. I thank God for the good men that discerned the time down through, down through the ages for me. And when they realized some things beyond what this world was going on, they passed that man along down. And they gave some good instructions. I don't know how long I got left. I know. You're just 51 years old, Richard. You got a long time. I might, I might not. I don't know. But I can tell you one thing I can discern. We're living in perilous times. Hezekiah understood it. Paul understood it. But Timothy understood it. I think Stephen understood it. I think Philip understood it. I think the church of the living God understands this. And you know what that means? It's time to seek God. It's time to get that final game and turn back. It's time to plant some righteous seed. Sow some things that's righteous. Those things in this world won't come up. They just say they work. Ain't no life in them. Ain't no fruit in them. You won't feed your young and a million dollars. Say, well, quick, we can buy, we can have some like that and cook our food for us for a million dollars. I'm not talking about your natural food. He said to eat his flesh and to drink his blood. That's what food you get. You discern the times and realize that it ain't about the old natural material things. And you realize it's because he lives. It was because of You think that's just a random thing or anything calling that song out? No, it wasn't. It's because he lives. It's because he knew the word he left in the heart tonight. And what you're saying is, we need to just sit down and die. He said, because he lived what? We live. We can sit down and die, or we can live, church. I'm alive. I've got something living in me, and it's not my heart that's beating this natural blood through my body. No. That'll give out one day. That might blow up the whole night, step on it. Won't pump another ounce. But I'm going to tell you something. I've got a heart that got placed in me back when I was 12 years old. Oh, you just think you know living. You just think you know life. Boy. It says over in the scriptures it talks about the newness of life. Boy, it got new to me one day. It wasn't about what I was looking at with my natural eyes no more. It was about what I was seeing through my spiritual eyes. And about that it was pumping through my spiritual body. You know what it helped me to do? To discern some things. That word lives in me. What does that word do? Rightly divide, don't it? It gives an understanding, don't it, Colin? You know how you know when the hay is ready? It's called the fruit. Raise it, yes. Just got the fruit to talk to you, 
He had to know when it's time to play ball. Got raised up. Knew how to grow for him. Something popped you up. Somebody popped you just like this. You know what the Spirit will do? It'll teach you how to discern. It'll teach you how to understand. And it'll teach you how to understand the times. I'm just telling you, church. We're in the last of the duration. We're in the last of the continuation of time. I know people say that it's they've, they've said that for years that the Lord's coming back. Yeah. It's coming. I can discern it. There's plenty of signs that shows it. I've read them to you over in Timothy. All the falling away. All the unfound doctrine. All the wars. All the terrible things we see. Children getting taught. It's alright to be a, a gay. It's alright to change who you are. It's alright to sleep before marriage. It's alright just to shack up. It's alright to do all these things. They're teaching their kids that stuff in school. They're telling them a lie. You know what it is? That's what I knew about the fifth grade. You know what used to happen? And I always look forward to it because I've seen all them ones that already got the sixth grade. I remember when they got to go by and they had that little red book. They had a little red Bible. Boy, I couldn't wait till I got the fifth grade. Well, I got to be one of them. And I wasn't even saved. That's what it you know what? That little red book. I carried it until the cover pulled off of it. All the way through high school. In my back pocket. And I laid it on it so many times. And that little book kept me to discern the times that I've got through them. You know what they took away from my children and children? You need to be able to come by. They gave him his life because he loved them so much. And given them a little bit a little bit of testing. They make when they got the question and they have something to turn to. And now they're marching them through them schools and the dancing around and telling them to be proud of an old ungodly, unholy, sinful lifestyle. They're celebrating it. They're calling evil good. Calling good evil. My God, we need to get to seeking the Lord. It's time. It's been time. It ain't time to quit and lay down. It ain't time to give up. It ain't time to just die. It's time to start showing how alive we are. Rejoice, Lord, when you go over that school. You tell about a Savior that gave His life for you. And somebody says, oh, you can't say that around here. You just get that much louder about it. If they give you trouble, just give me a call. We'll shout together. You get on them job, Shandy, when they tell you you can't worship God and that you can't talk about it, you talk about it. You tell them. You tell them, hey, they say something about it, you call me. I'll shout down the hospital with you. Why? I ain't ashamed of you. They say the right way or the wrong way. Well, are you even doing it anyway? Hey, it's the right way. Seek the Lord because it's time. Rejoice in Him. It's time. It's time this world sees the church in all of her glory. Let them see our good works and glorify God. I'm about done. I seen a little old clip on that YouTube here back of this Lee softball. I seen it to Noah because he's in the sports so much. And I think it's maybe, oh, I don't know, I'll keep up with all that, but it popped up on my phone. These, these girls play softball for Oklahoma. And they've been winning. 
Christ than they is in a softball career. More hope in Jesus Christ than a college education and a million dollars in your bank. You know what? Hey, somebody been seeking the Lord right there. And I ain't talking about these girls who giving a godly testimony. I ain't talking about some half-hearted little like you pulling up to the head and then turn around and cuss and run around on their wives like crazy. Some of them people. You can't, you can't follow that. You can't follow that. That ain't Jesus. <laughs> These young ladies was given a testimony that had the Spirit on it. But I could feel it. You didn't hurt me. You don't know what this world is. It's one of them. God's people with that Spirit on it. Remember what we preached about Philip the other day? This is Spirit, spirit that discerned him that it was time to get up the chariot for that Ethiopian. That spirit discerned what time it was. I could go on and on and on. This is good. But I'm going to tell you what it all just boils right straight down to. It ain't complicated, sure. It, it don't take Dr. So-and-so to tell you how this has got, how this has got to go. It just takes no time either boy graduated from Lincoln. This was a far gone. Boy, right down to one thing. Time to the Lord. That's all it boils down to. There's salvation in no other name. It takes Jesus to save sinners. And it takes a church to pray for them. Be willing to follow in that spirit. Lead you. That's what the Lord gives us tonight.